every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Welcome back to the Morning Dinner Podcast, everybody. We don't have a name for these segments yet, but we're going to keep going because if we don't, somebody else will. Uh, we were having a conversation earlier where we're talking about uh, having a job and being a creative because a lot of people think if you want to be a successful creative person, you need to not depend on nine to five jobs, which is, you know, working in an office or working, you know, you know, Best Buy, Radio Shack, whatever it is. You need to be to be able to support yourself off the money that you make from freelance. What are your thoughts on being a or, or working a job as a creative? Not necessarily being successful, but like, what are your thoughts on it? I guess it's just how you want to live your life at that point. Because if you want to make money off of your creativity, which I truly do believe like you could and you can. But I don't think it's like a necessity because a lot of people will say like you have to go 100% in. Yeah. But what is that really? That's that like uh, jump in the cold water kind of tech. You know, yeah. You don't put a foot in. You or like just Tony jump Shea into it. said, burn the boats or burn the boats. Jump Watch the that fire. Um, oh. Any of that type of thing. Like I, I do believe in it, but mm-hmm. I also I, I guess it gets miscon. Uh, what's the word? Misconscued. Misconscued. Screwed. Yeah. Misconscued. Mis. It Mis- gets misunderstood. <laughs> A lot and um i think you really have to know who you are and what you want to do right what is that word miscon is it misconstrued misconstrued okay thank god yeah misconstrued yeah why that was bugging me bro i was like do i not know this word sorry go ahead figured um so yeah that's the one thing like you you really have to know who you are and what you're doing because I, I, I get it. Like being a creative and making money off of it is definitely like a dream of a lot of us. But it's going back to that whole thing like can you really i guess if you're frugal and you don't have like a crazy living expense like it's yeah. truly possible but like if you're trying to make billions i i don't really know like how many what it, what and what also is the definition and standard of a successful, successful creative i have a couple of thoughts on it man i think i think that it is entirely possible to support yourself off your creativity, off your work, no matter what skill you have, because there's always, there's so many people out there that expect different levels of work. And, you know, somebody who I may not consider as good as me in my craft, they may get more gigs than me just because they're a better overall, like they sales know how to person. talk to people, salesperson, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you have stuff like that that happens all the time. And that's why, you know, the, the business and the creative gets separated. You you have all these businesses who you may, you may think like, Oh, I'm a better photographer. I have better skills than they do. But at the same time, they're the ones with an office space and multiple employees. Yet you're struggling to get a $150 photo shoot going. Um, there's definitely that division, but back to on, back on topic to what I was talking about is, um, it, it, I think it's a journey, man. I think it's a journey. It depends on you. Like some people experience the hardship of being freelance full time and they hate it because at the end of the day, it's a job, yep. right? Like you, if you think about it, you're a freelancer, your, your employer just went from one employer to now you have thousands of employers and you don't know who's going to be your employer at what time. So is it necessarily you're successful because you're you're freelance full time? I don't know. I think a successful person it's knows the how happiness, to right? is, the, is the happiness. Yes, is somebody who can who can say like because for example, if you can work a nine to five job, you're planning for retirement. You have a four hundred one k saved up. Those taxes are taken care of. But at the same time, you get to have your creative freedom of like yo, I get to pick the projects that I work on. 
on the and on the like after five o'clock i can go shoot i can plan all these shoots during the week um and i have my entire weekends to do whatever i want then that's that, that that's i think that's successful you can be a successful photographer yeah. and and creative and completely unique in your own in your own way but um i, I no will say this though over anything just so it, it people don't get too hyped too quick on all that because it sounds great but you still have to understand like you still have to build an empire you still have to build something so you're gonna have to go through clients that are just as bad as probably a nine-to-five job no what you're talking about if you're talking about if you're a a freelancer full-time yeah. yeah you know what i mean because yeah. like there's gonna be those clients that are a little bit of a hassle but if this is truly what you love to do then you're gonna just ha yeah i guess it's the the whole thing and uh, I just heard some guy talk about it, right? He was like, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you're going to have to do certain things that you don't like. No matter what, like in the game, like somebody can say, I love everything they do. That's probably false because you have to do taxes. I don't think all of us love to do taxes. No. Like there's just going to be things that you do and whatever you do that you're not going to enjoy. And if you're successful enough, you can always hire somebody to do that stuff for you. However, let's let, let's let's get on this train of thought. You can work your way towards that. Instead of thinking, 100%. instead of thinking, I'm 18 years old, I'm graduated from high school, or however old you may be, I'm gonna just go ahead and jump into it. Have a plan. Say, okay, I'm gonna give myself two years, one year, five years, a five-year plan. People have things like that. I'm gonna work this amount at my job, at my nine to five. I'm gonna save X amount, so every year I should have ten thousand dollars at the end of that year saved up, or, or five thousand mm -hmm. dollars, and that's gonna help me towards either buying new equipment or getting a studio space. That way, when I'm ready to take that leap and I want to get my studio space, I have money to to take care of, you know, the next two three years. You know, that's kind of because a lot of people say that when you oh, when you start a new business, you can't expect to make money you know make your profits for the at least the first five years right or yeah. something, something like that yeah it's something crazy so i think you definitely can give yourself time to prepare as long as you're staying true to that and a lot if of people have to like just going back to that business thing real quick they say five years because a successful business should reinvest into itself meaning you almost shouldn't take profit because the profits you made are going right back into the business yeah updating your equipment updating your equipment because people can software. be like i made profit in a year but yeah. yeah but what's your net savings and let's say you yeah. have that you gave yourself that one five one to five years to before you before you get ready to take that leap into starting your own business give yourself that time to learn the industry mm -hmm. what are things that you're going to have to do right are you going to have to learn oh, oh, crap you got to learn how to invoice what software do you use for that how are you going to organize your files right how are you going to ma make sure that you pay your taxes or keep track of your taxes or, or, get, or get an LLC and what goes on into, you know, either getting an LLC, a DBA, a sole proprietorship, all that stuff matters. So give yourself time to learn. And there's so many resources. There's YouTube. I mean, there's people who offer actual like workshops where you can learn this kind of stuff. And that's, that's my goal is I want to start a workshop. So, you know, if and I have a workshop going. It, yeah, that's like my future goals for sure. Once I learn like the business side of everything like foolproof and i have like people under me who do my businesses like i want to start doing classes on that like yeah just just because i wish the thing is i always wish there was a mentor out there for me do you know what i mean yeah and youtube's pretty pretty amazing now so you can you can find a lot but there still seems like there's a lot of information that's not there and or it's just really hard to find yeah you know it's like how to do your taxes in a 30 minute video and they just spend the first 20 minutes talking about 
something unrelated. Yeah, like, I hate that oh. stuff. That's, I, that's why I hate tutorials sometimes, man. That's why Lynda.com is like such a yeah. hit or miss for me because it's so detailed. Yeah. And it's like three hour videos. I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's a good topic, man. Yeah, because a lot of people think that, like, oh, you work a job, you're not creative. You know, like, kind of like the people who, who, who are either creatives and then they, they start teaching and they think of them as like oh well you know those who can't do teach right that's not true man some people just love to teach why do we do this podcast why do we do, we do it not because like we're podcast nerds and audio files we do it because we want to bring some kind of sense of inspiration and motivation to people who are tuning in you know, and that, and that in some ways is teachable. That makes us teachers in some way. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're also, a lot. But we're also students at the same time because we're learning from our guests. You know what I mean? Because, uh, man, we, we've we've had some amazing guests and I've learned a lot from a lot of them. Like, just like, whoa. Yeah. I never took that one. Like, I guess the, the one that hit me the hardest was like, uh, forgot, forgot the name. Adam forgot. Ivey? Huh? Adam Ivy. Adam Ivy was what was a dope a dope Adam guest Ivey to have was on. Really dope. Yeah, he had a really cool like come up story, and he still posts photos on Instagram where he's like, "Yo, this was me in 2008," and he's like, you know, painting walls for a living. Like that's crazy, man. And he's he now makes six figures. A year, I don't know if it's a year, a month, whatever, but he's pretty successful, <laughs> especially doing what he oh, loves. Uh, was it Sosa? Jose Sosa, the oh the, the barber. barber yeah because yeah. he w- the thing he said that like really hit me hard like it hit me hard it's like without true sadness you can't experience true happiness mm. and it basically like the best way to explain that to anybody who's like listening is like and i'm not saying all trust fund babies but let's just say you were your laundry was always done for you your food was always cooked for you your mom did everything for you and then you had to go into the real world and you didn't have that and there's a lot of kids who i guess are like that because their parents take care of them yeah and they're like they don't know what to do because and they don't know what sadness is because they were having timeshares they were going on vacation they were traveling the world like this is normal to them eating out well they've never seen like a crappy hotel Mm. and that's why i'm always (laughs) like crazy like to me i'm like whoa like that's crazy i've been in really bad situations that's why I'm prepared for those situations and they don't bother me as much because I'm like, oh, that, that was pretty crappy. I don't want to be in that situation again, but now I know what's at the bottom. I'm not saying I've been at like homeless or anything, but I've been pretty, pretty low and it does humble you a lot. And yeah. I say a lot of people need to understand, like, don't keep comparing yourself with people who are doing stuff above you. Look at the people who have it worse than you. Yeah. A lot more people who have it worse than you than have I, it better than you. I say always, always keep this in mind: is that the people you keep around you have a big influence on on how you think. Um, you know, maybe you do have a job, and maybe people around you may be like, "Oh, well, you know, you're not a professional because you have a job. You're not a professional photographer, or whatever." Man, it's all it's all in your head. It's all in your head. You're as long as you have a drive to do what you want to do. I think you'll be successful. More Stay positive. Anything, have a plan. Be happy. And like, like really know like, like, hey man, this is what I want to do. Like, fuck, like yep. you should not give a fuck what anybody else says. If this billionaire says you need to go all in and do this, like. Maybe that worked out for them. Yeah. But that doesn't not, mean it's right for yeah. you. Like if you really have to know yourself and really like sit back and be like, hey man. And, and I think one of the things too that's, that's con- contributed to that mental like kind of like side of things is the whole people comparing themselves man 
they see on Instagram, they see everybody everybody else is doing these photo shoots or these behind the scenes Instagram stories. Like that doesn't that that should never get you down. That should always hype you up because hype. You know, like that's I don't real. Know. That's real. And yeah. I think a lot of people need to start like if that if that's the case, if you're getting too too um emotional on Instagram or social media, I think it's Delete time it. for you to like step away and or unfollow everybody and just follow like stuff that makes you happy. Yo, real quick, pro tip and Chuck put me onto this be hands. The app be hands. If you're looking to be completely inspired, like and not worry about all this other pressure on instagram like download behance it's from uh adobe, adobe i think adobe does it and it's like the top creatives in the world and oh, they just so what happened to the computer what happened almost what does it say no oh whoops i thought we were shutting down no no it's a but yeah download update. download that app because that app will inspire you there's some monsters like there's top dudes i haven't uploaded to behance because i don't think any of my stuff Hell is good no. enough yet I've, I've seen some crappy stuff on behance but damn there is some there's like top dudes like yeah. the top people who you need like hbo and the quality show. is amazing on there too like the actual like resolution of stuff i think yeah. it just makes me happy i smile the same with music anything creative that's different unique just makes me happy that's yeah. why i and yeah like it does i do get sad so like i used to get sad when i went on social media i see people traveling the world and doing things and be like damn i'm not there but in the end of the day does it really matter and do you think they're really happy follow your compass dude like one thing is like i haven't posted on instagram in like months now am i supposed to feel bad about it like no nah, i'm not doing photography right like i'm not doing portraiture of what i would usually do i'm more worried on other things right now like i'm doing more video projects i'm doing more pa stuff like i'm those are the things and i shouldn't feel like oh i have an obligation to upload to instagram like do work at your own time yeah. you gotta sharpen upload your what skills you like yeah exactly i mean of course you can always be that you know you know instagram photographer that just posts the same kind of work all the time but you know that's a that's up to you you know but don't let anybody make you feel any certain way because you're not following their rules and we're, i'm also like salute to anybody who's going 100 percent into their craft and doing it like dude i salute you whoever you are out there you know girl or boy it's just that's that's wild to me like and it's it's super dope because you could do it but just understand like always have a backup always have a plan yeah because um yeah it, it can it can affect other people around you but if you don't give a fuck about anybody fuck yeah do, hey, do hey, shit if you got some content uh, uh if you got some if you got some inspiration out of this video somehow make sure you smash that like button i'm gonna wrap it up there because that's pretty that's pretty yeah. good man we kind of hit on some really good yeah. topics there but yeah uh we don't know what to call these segments but make sure you guys stay subscribed we're trying to upload as much as we can however we both have jobs. We both have other things going on. But we, we try to traveling all the damn time. Yeah, I'm saying over oh, here. I'm going to I'm going to L.A. this next week, bro. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually learning from my first workshop next week. You should I'm, do a podcast with them out there. And I don't want the mic. I won't do it without you. <laughs> Facetime me. <laughs> just photoshopping cut out of Chuck next to me. Just put like a little uh, phone up. With but my yeah, face. look, look, I'm 28 years old, guys. 28 years old. I didn't start doing photography till I was 20. 425 when i went out to california to learn from that video uh, the other photographer yeah. that's when i started doing portraiture before then i was just kind of like i'll take a photo here and there I didn't, I didn't study it as much i was more doing video and audio engineering so i've been doing it for about four years now and i have so much more to learn so but much. however i'm 28 years old and i'm attending my first workshop ever so i've never learned from anybody like hands-on like directly in a workshop until i'm like 
I'm this age. Like, so yo, we'll talk about it yo, next week. Yeah, <laughs> next, next week. I'll talk about it when we come back. We'll make a whole episode, man, and I'll, I'll kind of like share the knowledge because my my goal also is to continue that education side of things. Like, actually bring back some knowledge, make my own workshop, and hopefully help other people learn out here too. Because there's a lot of dope photographers that don't come to Vegas to do workshops. You know, there's nothing really that I, I've seen. Like, I'm driving all the way to L.A. to go to this, you know, workshop. So Vegas hopefully we can a, bring you guys some good content and all that stuff. It's a hard city, but for sure, anybody who has, like, the same thing, like I say, 100% go for what you want to do in life. Just be, you got to be real with yourself. And biggest thing, like we keep saying the whole episode, don't compare. Just be in your own path and be the only person you should be competing with. I know it's corny, but it's it's yourself. Nobody else. There you go. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next whatever this is. Subscribe and like and comment. Bye. Boop. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.